the cards, it's where magic is found We've played this game before, but never quite this way It's like an all-out war, with monsters and Fuck is up, Duelist. Welcome to Pod of Greed, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaibacord. I am Dan Silva, a.k.a. Uh, Bugs Mr. Rico. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm Max, a.k.a. Cheeseburger in Parasite. Oh, nice. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, and I am Sarah, also known as Parasite. It's a Parasite. Gangster's mm. Parasite. Oh, Gangster's Parasite would have also been a good one. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Um, and today we are today we are watching uh, episodes sixty three and sixty four of Yu Gi Oh Deal Monsters. Um, for us in Japanese, sixty three is called Revenge Trap Out of Control Parasite. Uh, in English, it is called Playing with a Parasite Part One. Yeah. Hey, how'd y'all like these episodes? They were interesting. I did you them. like? To, uh, did, did you like to see it? Yes. I also like to hear oh, it. Yes. Because there were some really interesting choices with the dub. I'm glad that we're all on the same page because I absolutely loved that this episode just went for like straight body horror. Yeah, like, do I want to see like a weird bug tentacle come out of Panther Warrior's mouth and strangle it? God, yeah. I didn't know I wanted to see that before I watched the episodes and I realized my life has been lacking for it. Yeah. I, it's still pretty gross and body horror-y, but I think they... Tone it down slightly in four kids the way they do like censored JoJo dubs, except with like white light instead of black shadow. Uh, okay, so it's so it's very obvious that hey, something gross is happening here, kids. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I, I mean I, yeah. you still get like body horror stuff. It's just yeah, it's body horror down. light. Yeah, it's body horror adjacent. Um, yeah, should we get into it? Yeah, like I'm excited yeah. to hit the the pavement uh, and in Battle City because it's day two, baby, and Jimmy yeah. is meeting Mai and Yugi in the square. I like, it's yeah. just, we, we started with Jinochi immediately getting dunked on. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like, like, he arrives and, like, high-fives Mai, which is, like, I like that. Yeah. I, I love Mai so much. <laughs> yeah. She's just a she's part of the crew. Yeah. Basically. Joey's got two whole locator cards. Oh, well, bitch, I've got four. And Yuki's got three. You need six, right? Yeah. That seems like a very low number if they only let eight people in to the, like, final tournament. Maybe there's, like, a rule on how many you can collect per match. Like, you you have to do six matches. That's not true, though, because Jinochi gets two. Oh, shit, you're right. Hey, Battle City, no rules, just right. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on, like, how many people are participating, and, like, I feel like Kaiba has, like, calculated this immaculately. Immaculately? Yeah. Minutely. Um, but we get a textual confirmation that Joey is a bottom, because he says the line, Ah, oh, when we three get together, I'm always at the bottom. Yeah, he sure does say that. <laughs> it's full text now, baby. Thank you, Takahashi. I don't know if he said bottom or not, but it's basically true already, so who cares? Yeah. We've, we've Again, it's just textual confirmation. It is, uh, it is hashtag confirmed. Yeah, literally. Um, um, I also noticed that as like they all leave to go and find duels, and like my blows Joey a sarcastic kiss. I'm just like, lol. Mm-hmm. A sarcastic um, kiss. Yeah, I just you know yeah. I really like that they actually have like some interact like a relationship. Before, yeah. like, I know the the series is like, okay, and like, they love each other, but whatever. Like, I'm like, you know, the, the, this, I don't know if I actually like the pairing of Mai and Joey, but I really like that this series has done, like, the bare minimum of establishing a friendship between them before that. I w- In this day and age, it's all you can ask for. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh my god, you, you've done the bare minimum fucking iconic progressive idol. Uh, the, bar- wow. the bar was an inch off the ground, and we salute you for it. Yeah. So, um, as they as they all break and leave to find duels, Billy Corgan is standing on a bench. Is Billy Corgan the guy from Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Some, like, oh. very scary-looking bald dude with, like, covered in piercings is just like, it's a mime. I don't like it. It's a mime, He's... but... It's a mime from out of Naruto. Like, this guy straight up looks like a Naruto character. He's bald pain! 
Yeah. He's a, he's a goth mime. He's just bald pain with eyeliner. Wait, pain already has eyeliner, doesn't he? Probably. It's Naruto, so. <laughs> it's true. It's, everyone has eyeliner in Naruto. In anime in general, I guess. Maybe yeah. an emo mime? Hmm. An e-mime. Ooh. No, that, that sounds like an internet mime, and I don't like that concept. An, e- an e-mime is a computer virus. Yeah. Um, um, we cut to Granda's uh, game shop and Anzu and Honda are there. Um, Honda's still creeping on Shizuka. Oh, I hate him so much. He's like... Fuck you, Honda. He says some stuff like, he's like, oh, Shizuka like, wouldn't hang up the phone with me last night because... You know? And then Anzu was like, I'm pretty sure that was you. And thus he looks embarrassed. I'm like, oh, she's just like a fucking weird clingy boyfriend. I hate him. Die, Hiroto, Honda. Yeah, he's my least favorite like main character by far now. Yeah, he sucks. I, ugh, I, yeah. He's always kind of been aggressively hetero. Yeah, <laughs> we hate I, him. Yeah, I do like like he gets dunked on really well by Evil later on this episode, and I I love it to hear it, yes. and we'll get to it. <clears throat> yeah. um, we then cut to Joey, who's like out on the pool for Jewel. Then this kid comes up to him. This kid has the hair of a mustache. <laughs> yeah. If you took a f- if you took a photo of Wilfred Brimley and drew like a little cer- line around his mustache and cut it and then pasted it on top of this kid's hair and dyed it blue, that's his hair. Oh I wow! Should, I'm I looking need... at photos of Wilfred Brimley and it's yes, that is true. Yep. There's Get something on. I extremely need to tell you that was in this dub. It seems like they p- took an actual child and gave him the role for this because. <laughs> It sounds weird and not great and very much an actual child and it's incredible. It's earnest. It's so cute though. It's it's four kids actively trying to yeah. make their casting not the same three people they always cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's mean, true. I'm sure that kid grew up to be absorbed into like the four kids voice acting conglomerate but yeah, I, like I watched the the clips uh, that you posted in the chat, Dan, and they were really good to hear. Like, yeah, I wonder if he either like won a contest or was like the kid of one of the uh, voice directors or something. He yeah. opened. He he got the golden Yu Gi Oh card in the pack mm-hmm. and got to be brought on the show. Be in Yu Gi Oh, and then was cast as this kind of uh, traitorous uh, mini villain, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, so the kid asks Joey for his autograph, and Joey's like, oh, fuck yeah, someone's asking for my autograph. And then the kid is like, yeah, I'm getting all of Jill's autographs, because if one of them turns out to ever be famous someday, it'll be worth a lot of money. And This kid is a grifter extraordinaire. <laughs> this kid is, like, I feel like he orchestrated this whole thing. Like, he's the final villain of all of Yu-Gi-Oh! Just, the, the, I get, and he's got, like, a moustache for, like, he doesn't have an evil moustache to stroke, but his hair, his whole hair is, it looks like a moustache, so... Hmm? He's controlling Merrick, who's controlling everyone else. Yes! <laughs> he's got the Millennium moustache. Oh, we found the eighth Ooh. artifact. No, no, he is the Millennium moustache. The Millennium moustache oh. is its own thing, it's sentient, and it's... <laughs> it's... No, the Millennium Mustache is like clutched onto his head like some sort of like head crab or <laughs> it's a brain metro. parasite. A parasite, you say? Well, yeah. Ooh, okay. Mm, it's just sort of leeching off of his head and sucking the brain juice out. <laughs> um, so this kid is like, hey, cool duel this. Can I see it? And Janochi, being an absolute buffoon, says, yes, absolutely, here you go. I'm going to turn around and close my eyes and give you a speech about how a dual disc is the duelist's greatest weapon and you're already running away. Yeah, like, he doesn't even finish the speech and the kid is just two blocks away at this point. Yeah. Um, we then cut to Anzu, Honda, and Grandpa. They're, like, walking around the city, whatever. Um, then they just, like, they're crossing the bridge over a road and they're like, is that Joey chasing a child? <laughs> Sounds normal. Let's keep walking, guys. Yeah. Um, like, uh, Honda, like, goes and does some fucking parkour, uh, to Honda catch the Assassin's kid. Creed jumps a- a- off of the overpass, lands right in front of the kid. 
Uh, this Tell- got me on this whole like thought tangent of white like oh my god Honda probably does parkour for the aesthetic and then which got me thinking about Honda probably like listens to like hip hop and rap for the aesthetic and like raps along uh, badly and like says the n word when no one's around to hear him say it and I just I just started thinking about uh, how much I fucking hate Honda here. Can I say it, uh, I hate Honda even more now? Are you <laughs> sure Honda isn't one of the no rapper country sort of people? Oh god, he is. Hey, have y'all heard um Old Town Road yet? Oh my god, I've been listening to it all day. That's song so shreds, good. dude. It's so good. Um so yeah, basically they get the um the dual disc back. Um <clears throat> and the kid is basically like, Oh, I wanted to take the dual disc, um, because earlier I dueled an annoying short kid who had weird glasses and like a teal bowl cut and everyone immediately is like oh that's 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 weevil and the dot they describe it as bug eyes and the head like a blue beetle (laughs) i guess Uh, yeah i think like this wasn't in like this subtitle but i heard anzu's voice actress go heel 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 so I think she was asking if he had an evil laugh, like yo yo yo. Oh my god! Um, and everyone like in unison is like Haga or Weevil. Um, yeah, Joey gets I, real mad. Yeah, and th- this is the one thing like I'm okay calling, calling him Weevil instead of Haga, just because like usually the Japanese names like I prefer, but like Weevil is just too perfect for this little this little man. evil Weevil. Weevil Underwood. Evil he's Wee and he's evil, so he's a Weevil. A Wee evil Weevil. Um, so he gives the duelist back and they're like, oh, I think he's like in the park or whatever. Go find him. But as it turns out, that was all a ploy to get Genochi to battle Weevil, <laughs> which oh, would have happened anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it wouldn't take much to get Genochi to battle Weevil. Um, yeah, so the, like the kid meets with him in the alley and is like, yeah, it was easier to fill than I thought. I'm like, give me the rare card. Um, Weevil gives mean- him a shitty card. Then when he complains, fucking yeah, what does he do? <laughs> what normal thing does he do? He shoots him in the face with a spider web from a spider shaped gun. Yeah, this dude like Weevil just like completely like splatoons this kid with a spider gun. It's he just really nasty. Shoots his goo he or just- his silly what? string. He he just. This is yeah. oh my god! This is a splurge gun from Bugsy Malone. Ah! You can't say that. I can and I will. Can't say splurge gun. Mm. Um, it's nasty. I hate it. Weevil cancelled. Weevil's problematic. <laughs> Weevil is cancelled as soon as he arrived on screen. Um. Yeah. So yeah, he goes off to find Joey and like duel him or something. Uh. We then cut to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, a nurse is, like, <clears throat> looking for this kid who's, like, today's his day to leave the hospital. Um, and they can't find him because they're a good hospital who <laughs> keeps track of their patients really well. Um, well, huh, is that what they say in it? Yeah, <laughs> and, like, the nurse just kind of opens Shizuka's door and is like, hey, have you seen this kid? Uh, he doesn't want to leave the hospital. Um, huh. And then when the nurse leaves, Shizuka is like, you can come out now. And just like this tiny, tiny boy crawls out from under her bed. Yeah. Hey, hey Dan. I, I got two things hey, to note about it. Yeah. Hey Dan, what does this boy sound like? Hmm. He sounds like Ash Ketchum. Is, is is he actually? Is he Veronica Taylor? Oh, absolutely. She oh was my God. for kids. Yes. Also, yes. I. Also, in the dub, they she's like he's trying to avoid getting his X rays taken. That huh. that's nothing. Okay. That that's weird though. I mean. We get, like, an actual character moment with this kid later on. This is, like, a whole, like, side plot line. Yeah, that's still there. Or the kid's like, how do you know I was here? And she's like, I may be blind, but, like, I'm not stupid. I can, like, still hear and stuff. Um, and she's like, but I don't like that nurse anyway, so I don't want to help her out. Yeah, <laughs> so I actually, hang out with me, kid. I thought for a second that the nurse was, like, the same nurse from season zero that Joey had a crush on. Oh, my God. I don't, like, I can't remember what they lo- she looked like. Um, I like to think it is just because. Yeah, maybe. Can. I mean, maybe that's why Shizuka doesn't like that nurse. Who knows? There we go. Perfect. Like, does I'm it trying hold to remember. Was she the uh, story here? What do you say? Yeah. 
Was she that bad? I can't remember if... I remember I a nurse, but I don't remember her really being that bad. She wasn't bad. She was actually very sweet to Joey and let him down politely and gently. Yeah, she was the one who was, like, under the thumb of Gendo Ikari. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I remember Dr. Gendo Ikari. <laughs> the Jolf King. Jolf King. Season 0 is so good. Um, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask, like, hey, I mean, the kid is, like, real young, so what if, and you know he, you know, just, just, just put it for the rest of the episode, but I guess you're listening to the podcast, so you're gonna find out eventually anyway, but, um, you know, what if, you know, whenever, he, at the end of the episode, he gets, like, all inspired by Joey to, like, go out and go back to school and leave the world, what if he also, like, gets inspired to, like, I don't know, start collecting Pokemon and become a Pokemon trainer, and it turns out that it fucking is Ash Ketchum. Oh my god, Warg of the Week. Warg of the Week. Work of the fucking week. Yeah, so I think because uh, Shizuka, like, helped out the kid by not ratting him out to the nurse, the kid's like, can I do anything to help you? And Shizuka's like, yeah, can you just, like, Google Battle City scores for me? Yeah. Um, basically, the kid is gonna, like, telecast or cast it to Shizuka because she can't see a computer. Um, <clears throat> so now we cut back to the park, where the little bastard man is, and everyone just immediately starts dunking on Weevil. They all hate his guts so badly. Um, my favorite thing about this moment is that Joey is like, you beat up a kid and stole his rare cards. Honda is just behind him. This is Honda's only good moment in the yeah. fucking season. He's it's like cracking good. his knuckles menacing, like, yeah. menacingly like, we're going to make sure you never do it again. He's um, ready to d- destroy Weevil. Remember, like- you know, pre-season zero days where Honda and Janochi would like beat up people for fun? <laughs> Season zero is so good. Oh man, um, Dan, They're, what were you gonna say? He does very much still want to beat the shit out of this about this little fucker. Yeah. It's like that one like picture that's like nearly through hands with the thirteen year old. It's 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 the picture of that girl who's like in a battle stance. She's like the baby next to her. Someone Photoshop Honda and Weevil's heads onto them, please. <laughs> I will do that for the episode art. Uh, yeah, but okay, Joey Joey is a changed uh, hooligan these days. He's like, wait, Honda, wait, 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 no. And then he's like, Haga, I challenge you to a duel. I'm gonna he's going to not use his fists and use games to humiliate this child. Oh, yeah, Weevil also says like a vaguely creepy thing about Anzu, and I hate it. Anzu's hair. Yeah. I like to see her hair do the Studio Ghibli thing. I don't yeah, like, it, that like it raises does that. it like raises up when she's like afraid. It's it's a very good thing to see. Yeah, but like I've just got in all caps like kill that Weevil die. Um, yeah, I don't think Weevil creeped on her in the dub. Thank you, thank four you, kids. Thank you, four kids. Thank you, four kids. Thank you, four kids. Thank you, four kids. Um, we Weevil like alludes to something, some like foul play going on here, and yeah, lit- literally nobody plays fair except for like. Yugi, Kaiba, and Jinochi. Literally everyone else cheats when they duel. I hate it. They're all stupid. I, yeah. It's awful. Yeah. And even Ka- like Kaiba doesn't cheat, but he does threaten to jump off a roof and stuff, which is yeah, Ka- Ka- kind Kaiba of cheating. Kaiba psychological warfare. Yeah. It's not like he doesn't break the rules, but he just does. Is very dramatic. Um, yeah. So they start the duel. I noted that in the sub, this kind of music that plays is kind of like the Space Jam theme. Yeah, it's no, just really like music. It's not that, but it's on. It's that kind of thing. It's good. Yeah, it's it's like the same EDM beat that played. I think when he was dueling Esperoba a couple episodes ago as well. Um. Yeah, they duel, and Joey uses tactics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This duel has the most strategy we have ever seen by far. Yeah. Even like, I was like, impressed. This this is an incredible duel, and I like it is. It's my favorite, like, non, like, final climactic duel. Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, all, like, the Pegasus-Yugi duel was, like, perfect because of, like, all the emotional moments. This is, like, perfect because it's, like, actual strategic moments. It's, like, a genuinely exciting game to watch. Yeah. It's good. Uh, and we're gonna just, like, completely blow past it. Jinochi <laughs> um, <laughs> plays Swordsman of Landstar, weird Kirby elf thing. Um, Haga plays. I forget what I I wrote down in Demon Dragonfly because you can hear him just say Demon Dragonfly. In mm-hmm. They call it uh, Flying Kamakiri One. Yeah, cool. They do that a lot in Yu-Gi-Oh, where some cards would just like have the number in their name. Like I know Rock Urgrado did that. Um, Guardian of the Winged Fortress did that. A lot of the monsters just had like number one or number two because I guess they were different versions of them. Who knows? Mm. Not me. Tagahashi, explain yourself. <laughs> he will never. He will never. Yeah. Um. 
Sword and Shield, Jinochi plays, uh, let's launch our kill a dragonfly. Um, and then, like, the first thing of strategy is that whenever Demon Dragonfly is killed, uh, Weevil can summon, a, like, a wind monster that's less than 1,500 attack, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he summons, like, some weird mantis thing. Uh, flying Kamakiri 2. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. See? There you go. Number one, number two. Uh, mm-hmm. Thing one, thing two. They're all bugs. We get Jinzo, <laughs> Cyber Shocker. Um, Joey says, smash this Kamakiri like a bug on a windshield. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Um, I do. Attacks- oh, uh, I do want to mention that, like, at some point, like, we cut away to the hospital where the kid is like reading out the stats. Yeah. Uh, and she's because like, oh, like he'll be fine. Like he plays second in Jilla's Kingdom. Like he's a pretty good Jilla. And the kid is just like thinking to himself, uh, then why the fuck does it say he's like a level two nobody on the screen? Yeah. Uh, and we kind of established that like this kid just has no confidence in Joey. It's amazing. It's so funny. Like, every couple of turns, it cuts to the, the hospital, and he's doing worse and worse. And the kid is like, yo, your brother sucks. And, and Shizuka's like, no, he's fine. Yeah, and Shizuka just, like, believe. serenely believes in Joey throughout ah, this whole episode. Hey. And it's just hey. like, no, I believe in my brother. He's going to be fine. And the kid is like, dude, he's fucking losing so bad. <laughs> he's getting dunked on by a little bug boy. Yeah. So, yeah, Jinzo kills, like, a face-down monster. It was called. It's called Kisatai. It's a tapeworm. It like latches onto Jinzo, and like hey, grows this, into it. I don't like head. this worm. This worm has like one eye, and uh, it looks like like a Neon Genesis angel almost. Hmm. Yeah, but but if it was very small and a parasite, and also attached to your head and sucked out your life yeah, points every turn, like, and added them to Inspector Hager's life points. Yeah, it's 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 like completely busted ability. Every turn, half of Jinzo's uh, attack points go to Weevil's life points. Like literally every turn, it's fucking ridiculous. Like yeah, it's oh, it's nasty. Weevil ends up with like six thousand attack points or something yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, like Genochi kills these things called skull marked ladybugs. Um, shout out to Giorno Giovanna. Um, <laughs> it raises Weevil's life points even more. He has yeah, he has like almost six thousand now. Um. And yeah, and I, my notes here say this hospital kid does not believe in Genochi because he's the only one who doesn't cheat. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, um, we see the we see the beautiful Panther Warrior man. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Weevil plays Larva Moth, and everyone's like, "Oh shit! Oh fuck! Ah beans! We know where this is going." Yeah, I a part that I really liked is that uh, Joey summons Panther Warrior, and Panther Warrior needs another monster to be tributed so that it can attack. Joey fucking tributes Jinzo. Oh yeah, he which does, is yeah, such like, a poor it, move. It's so good because, like, you know, not only does it's like I'm, um, you know, he sacrifices like a lot to be able to win, but also it's like I'm gonna stop you from get, adding to your life points by killing my big, strong, bald cyber Xehanort. Yeah, because um, like I, I like I was watching him some Panther Warrior, and I was like, oh no, like he can't tribute a monster. Like he only has Jinzu, and he's not gonna fucking get rid of his strongest monster. And then he did, and I was like, oh my god. He did that. He did that. Um, we get a really cool comment from old man uh, Moto, who is not problematic compared to Honda, um, <laughs> who basically says is like his deck is based around just like nonstop bugs where you kill one and it always seems like another is going to burrow out. It's like, yeah, that's his strategy. And I legitimately, unironically, absolutely love it. Yeah, he's like an infestation. I really like it. Like, it made me think about, you know, whenever that, that like, two months where I was playing Pokemon Emerald, I, like, I'm sorry, I deleted the, the emulator off my phone because we're taking too much space, so I'm no longer playing Pokemon Emerald, and I will never Rip. finish it. I'm sorry, and I, I just want to take a wee second sat- to mourn that. Gamer status revoked. Um, I'm sorry, I'm no longer a gamer. Anyway, whenever, like, I would, like, I used to, like, little, like, shrimishes that would come up, I'd, like, be like, fuck those bastards because they're stealing my life and adding it to them, and it's just got this, like, real... Just bug monsters good is my point. It's the best Pokemon type, so confirmed. It's true. Um, and it is separate from grass, and it doesn't need to be the same as grass. We can't. I'm going to get mad for real again, Dan. <laughs> Fuck you, Brooks. Um, so at this point, Haga plays a card called Reckless Parasite. Um, and is, he basically did he says, already do the evolution cocoon? Oh yeah, he he put the cocoon of evolution onto the moth. So yeah, like, yeah. Like so you know, perfect, perfectly ultimate great moth is going to appear in five turns. Yep. Um, and then um, it's reckless parasite. Yeah, and he's like, okay, this card will um, activate a call to call parasite parasite, which basically like, you know, attaches to the player's monsters, 
and turns them all into bugs and like you know weakens them or whatever yeah joey is like what the fuck i don't have that card and it is like why is then why is your deck shining or whatever yeah um because we find out the reason mustache kid stole his dual disc in the first place was because weevil hired him to you know put the parasite parasite into his deck without him knowing and everyone's like oh you bastard you're cheating and weevil's like okay well a real duelist always checks his deck before a duel and it's like you're still cheating weevil (laughs) that doesn't make it better He's like, ah, good duelists think of their strategy before they even start the duel. You're like, oh. you suck, kid. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm gonna have Honda beat you up for real. Um, <laughs> I yeah. wish Honda beat him up for real. Yeah, I have written down in my notes. Max will explain what Parasite Parasite does. Yes, Parasite Parasite. What it does? So we don't see it as an actual monster. It's just a card that like. His face up, and hey, the card art is gnarly. It's like a dude screaming face as like insect tentacles like burrow out of his cheek. It's nasty, dude. Is Damn. it we- technically a monster card? It is a monster card, yes. Okay, but like, okay, so it's but it's just drawn as this like floating card on the field. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it doesn't like, it. yeah, we see the tentacles of it, which presumably is the actual parasite. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it comes out of like just the floating card art, which is. It's like kind of when Kaiba and Yuki dueled using like the V1 dual disc where the cards just like float in front of you. Yeah. Um, so basically what Parasite Parasite does, it in graphic detail burrows <laughs> into your monster and like you see the tentacles come out of like its mouth and eyes and like turn its like arm into some weird gross disfigured bug arm. And like we see it's like a solid minute of the scene of like Panther Warrior getting like aliened. It is nasty and I love it so much. Yeah. Like it's kind of like full um Akira, like Pretty much. We were talking about Akira before you came into the recording because hey, mm. do you know where the new Akira movie is gonna take place, Sarah? Yeah, I read the thing. Yeah, it sucks. I hate it. <laughs> um But also an effect of this is that the parasite monsters are now bug type monsters now. Which is important. Because Weevil has also played a thing called, um, where is it in my, Continuous Insect Barrier. (laughs) So, yeah, so basically the cocoon is left in attack mode as bait because, you know, it is zero attack. So anything can just attack the cocoon and kill it, right? So Jinochi has, he summons a little wing guard, which like immediately gets parasited and it attacks little the cocoon, and Weevil's like, oops, just kidding, dingus, like I meant to leave it in attack mode. Because Continuous Insect Barrier blocks bug type insects or bug type monsters from attacking so oh basically, yeah, yeah 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 this is the moment where joey was like haha weevil you idiot you fucked up you put cocoon of evolution in attack position and i can yeah and weevil kind of pretends to be like oh no i fucked up oh wait actually i didn't it's all joseph joestar <laughs> yep 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 <laughs> um so yeah basically it's all just like are you experiencing botherations is everyone going back and forth mostly weevil just like completely dunking on Genochi because and, like, again, this is an incredible strategy, and it admittedly only works because we will cheat it, but still, it's a very good strategy. Surely, I mean, you know, if this episode is thought out, which it is, like, um, it would, Parasite Parasite would then be a card that was made, because, like, you, you're not going to put a card in your deck that fucks you over, so, like, it must also do something that would be good and synergize with other cards, and, like, you could actually use it for something good. Um, right. Yeah, I was I was just going to say, like, presumably, you know, maybe if you had a card that, like, busts insect monsters to turn all of your monsters into insect monsters, that would, you know, synergize well with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I At this point, uh, uh, Weevil uses this card called Leg Ghoul, which is able to bypass monsters for direct attacks. <laughs> it just straight up jumps and bites Genochi's leg. In the leg, which is appropriate because it's called Leg Ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> It's like spelled L E G H U L, not leg ghoul, which would be a very fun way to spell it. <laughs> Just a ghoul that attacks the leg. Yeah, that's um, like the seventh member of Ghost is the leg ghoul. Leg ghoul, um, my egg ghoul. <laughs> oh, I like to hear that. Um, we we do get a cutaway to the hospital again. We get a very good quote from Hospital Ash Ketchum, who says, "Even if you believe in yourself, you can't win against someone who's stronger." <laughs> hey, kid, <laughs> we're in Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> yeah that's the only way to win yeah 
Um, yeah, so like, there's a kind of the line, the line that got me from Joey, and I think it was just the the voice acting on your whoever is point is where he's just mm. like sweating and being like, oh, I switch all my monsters to defense position and end my turn, and I was like, oh shit, oh fuck, Joey's really yeah. fucked now. He's like up against the wall. You know, Lego keeps attacking. He can't attack the cocoon. He plays a uh, alligator swordsman. Um, and I'm then like, at the end of the episode, I don't think he can do anything. Like he just kind of can't really do anything. Yeah. Um, and then he's just like, "Well, I'm gonna keep going until I go at a life point." Um, guess I'll die. Is, he just yeah. Guess I'll die. And then the episode ends with like the perfectly ultimate great moth hatching. Um, it's so cool looking. I do love mm. to see it. It's yeah. like a nasty. It looks. It doesn't look like an actual moth, only in shape. It like has these weird, like long, like chitinous legs and like a spike, like spikes on its head. I Yu-Gi-Oh monster design is like a lot of times hit or miss, but like with the bugs, they basically take all of the creepy aspects of bugs and like kind of put it on like more humanoid shaped monsters, which I really appreciate. Yeah, mm. yeah. When it hits, it slaps. We love and to feel when it. it misses, we end up with like insect queens that kind of have titties. Yeah, kind of titties. Yeah, that's the end of the episode. Uh, that's the end of the episode. Queens of games. Yeah, games. Gaming. Dan. Yeah. Do you do do you partake in gaming? Yes, I did partake in the video games. Mm. I submitted to peer pressure and partook in some <laughs> games. Uh, I smoked games see. behind school. I've been up to two games in particular, and I'll just talk about one of them. Uh, since I'll probably be playing both of them over the next week or so. This week, I'm going to talk about XCOM 2. Yes. I've been playing a lot of it. It's incredible. Uh, the basic premise is, you know, this is, it takes place after a game over scenario for XCOM 1, because that game is that. difficult. Oh my like, god, that's cool as hell. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, the, the aliens take over, and you're like, and you, the commander, have been, you were the commander of XCOM, a secret government organization that... That, like, fought aliens, and you were put into, like, cryostasis and used for battle data for 20 years. Then the rest of XCOM breaks you out, and now you're in charge of XCOM, which is basically just this one flying ship that has a bunch of soldiers and stuff in it. Uh, you get... You have to, like, fight against the... You have to, like, form a resistance movement and fight against the, the aliens and ultimately defeat them. Uh... Uh, this, I'm playing the War of the Chosen, which also introduces a side thing about how there's also these other resistance groups that you have to work with, and there's, like, uh, these, like, three elite alien warriors called the Chosen, who, like, get, who are sort of like a nemesis system where they, like, show up again and again, and, like, you, you have to, like, figure out a way to, like, take them out permanently, and they, like, get more powerful as you progress. They're it's... like Wamu, ACDC, and Cars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's, like, the Hunter who... There's the Hunter who who is, like, this sniper guy. There's the Assassin who is a sword lady. And the Warlock who is a super powerful psychic dude. I love uh, sword lady. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And, like, you have to, like, hunt... You hunt those guys down. You fight. You fight aliens. You you train your soldiers. You like and so on and so forth. It's a good game. It's God, got. I a... thought you were gonna say you fuck aliens. Oh, no. for a second there. That's that's XCOM three. It's in development still. XCOM three is a dating sim. I mean, XCOM two is the one that like for a bit for a while there was like a lot of buzz about how. It introduced an enemy who was like a sexy snake lady with boobs. A Lamia? Uh, no, a Naga. Not a Lamia. A Lamia okay. has, has like a human top half and a snake bottom half. A Naga oh, okay. has a snake top half and a snake bottom half. Okay, just like an so just a snake. snake. Just yeah. a snake. Just a snake. Just well, a snake. 
But she also has arms and boobies. That's important. The most important mm. parts of humanity. The boobies. Arms and boobies. I mean, I can't really dispute that, really. <laughs> yeah. The tits. Yeah. What <laughs> is man if not tits? I tit, therefore I am. That's uh, what Shakespeare see. said. <laughs> yeah, Shakespeare. <laughs> that one. I've also been playing uh, Borderlands Enhanced, but I'll talk about that next week. Uh, uh, nice. Max, you have anything you've been up to? I beat Sekiro. I became the real gamer and beat the Woo! very, very Sekiro, hard game Sekiro. of Sekiro. Yeah, hey, that game is like my favorite game I played this year. It's so freaking good. Um, yeah, I've like, I, like become obsessed with it. Like I just, I watched a whole playthrough and I started another different playthrough. Oh my um, god! Just because I want to look at the architecture some more, you know. I, I I did New Game Plus in Sekiro because you have to like run through the game a bunch of times to be able to get all the endings and get the trophy for fighting all the bosses because like they're missable depending on the choices you take in the story. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> um. But it's 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 good as hell. I absolutely adore it. Um. And it inspired me to go back and play the other FromSoft games that like I hadn't really beaten. So I've been playing Bloodborne recently. Sarah, do you know Bloodborne? I am familiar. Yeah, I've got a mate, and I've I've watched him play a lot of it, and it's it's good aesthetic. I like I love that Lovecraftian Victorian bullshit. Yeah, it's uh, it's so good. It's like the first half is spooky, scary Victorian times with werewolves, and the second half is Lovecraft, Elder God, Sky Babies. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, that's like basically it. Like you know about Sekiro by now. It's a hard game. You're a ninja man. Uh, you kill. A lot of people and you're a silent killer and you get a rope and prosthetic arm you can throw shurikens out of it and shoot fire out of it and we love and, it and you also have a son that is possibly also a, son, a god but you have son. a son named kuro who's the divine heir who has like the dragon blood in him you have the sculptor who's like a tired old man you have lady emma who i love and owe my life to we love it it's good hmm uh, I'm gonna, you know, I think okay. I'm gonna about to generate a Pokemon, and I'm just yes. like, if it's not a bug Pokemon, I'm gonna be disappointed. It's not a bug Pokemon, and for that reason, I mean, okay, Plusle is good. Number three one one Plusle, which is an electric type. Uh, it cheers on friends with pom poms and meters sparks. It drains power from telephone, telephone, telephone poles. Um, like you know, I do like the concept of Plusle and mine. Min, minin, the other minin, one that's minus yeah. minin. Um, I, I do like because you know they're friends and it's very Yu-Gi-Oh to me. Um, yeah. But there is the like you know we've got to consider the contextual factors in that this isn't a bug Pokemon and I was Not really hoping for a bug Pokemon. So in the end, and also Doesn't by itself, matter. I feel like it's only good when it's got its friend minin with it. Yeah. Um. So I. Plus, I think I'm going to give you a two. Yeah. Yeah. Also, well, here's I the thing, I feel though. like... Okay, okay. I feel like, you know, maybe a 2.3, because then Minin also would get a 2.3, and when they're together, they're, like, a really high ranking. That's mm. the thing. I was going to say, it, it's not a bug, so it's not thematically appropriate to this specific episode, but it's thematically appropriate to Yu-Gi-Oh! as a whole, because Plusle is not as much without its friend, Minun. And yeah. what are Yu-Gi-Oh! squad, if nothing, without themselves than their friends? Yeah. Yeah. See, it all comes back to Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, yeah, games. Yu-Gi-Oh? Episode Yu-Gi-Oh? 60? I didn't write down the title of this one. Fuck. Episode 64, Garfield the Iron Knight. <laughs> Is that the actual title? It's uh, it's Gear Freed, but I always read... I, I typed it as Gear Friend a lot accidentally, and also just read it as Garfield all the time. So See, it's whatever you want it to be. I got uh, Playing with a Parasite Part 2. I don't like that that phrase. Ugh. Just makes me think of Haggard Squirge going. Oh, Sarah died. Did Sarah fall over? Uh, yeah, no, Sarah, no, sorry. Get... I, I'm back. I was just uh, pulling my charger out from under the bed because <laughs> I have like 2% battery left and I started to panic. Oh, um, we're good. I'm back. I'm alive. And so is my computer. And uh, Joey's about to fucking die. Yeah. Great, great mouth attacks Gator Sword. Um, Weevil explains that the only two cards that have a higher attack than Perfectly Ultimate Great Moth are Gate Guardian and Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon, who have, like, I think 3,800 and 4,500. Yeah, she has, like, 3,500. Big Strong Moth. We love her. I don't know what the line Honda said was, but the thing that Weevil responded to it with is, that's a good question, pointy head. 
Yeah, he calls him a pointy head. Weevil That's calls Tristan... Good. In the dub, Weevil calls Tristan Joey's pom-pom girl. Also true. Hmm. Anzu certainly isn't cheering for him. So, as mentioned before, this is when we get, like, the hospital kid's characterization. Yeah, um, like, he just completely gives up on Joey at this point. He gives up on Joey, and basically, he's like, oh, you know, you don't want to be strong because... If you're weak, you get treated better. Basically, the reason he doesn't want to leave the hospital is because he gets treated better by his parents and friends when he's in it. Um, and doesn't have to go to school. Yeah, doesn't have to do homework, because, you know, fuck all that. So how does four kids explain this one, Dan? Uh, well, first, Ash Ketchum asks, says that maybe we should log offline right now, but Serenity will never log off. And <laughs> she will she never relates, log off. She will never have chamomile tea. She relates, like, the... The, like, experience of Joey's duel and, like, her faith in Joey to, like, Ash Ketchum's fear of getting an x-ray. I I didn't write this down right. I'm not sure. Well, I feel like also the, the analogy is just a little bit less impactful because it's just about the kid not wanting to go out into the world and face all his problems and instead just doesn't want to get an x-ray. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think um, thematically for, for us, it's like, going out into the world you're taking like the risk of being bullied and i think like what the ki- like the kid doesn't want to take the risk um which you know works yeah. cuz joey just like takes some big fucking gambles in in these episodes and they pay off his gambler um, spirit you think if they had this in the this whole thing in the dub someone some kid would get the idea of uh just going to the hospital and never having to go to school oh my god you're absolutely right oh my god yeah. Oh my, you nailed it. That's it. That's yeah. why. Four kids log off, you cowards. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's basically it. Um, yeah, we, we cut back to the duel like after this, and Joey just like fucking goes for it. Like He's pretty much fucked, but he's just like, Mwah! I'm going to put a monster in an attack position, but YOLO. Yeah, so basically, he sets it to attack... Um, basically you know baiting weevil to attack um and then as weevil attacks he attacks with legul and and great moth attacks parasite um because it's like oh he's gonna lose at this point and Genochi channels the spirit of um kenny rogers himself (laughs) i almost said kenny loggins um (laughs) hey did you see the article about uh kenny rogers's two large sons destroying him yes (laughs) my two sons are too powerful i cannot control them (laughs) <laughs> oh god um Genochi says something about his gambler spirit he flips skull dice and yeah. depending on what it rolls great moss attack is like cut um he only rolls a two but great moss attack is halved which is still higher than the monster that's gonna get hit but then he flips grateful dice which quadruples parasites attack and then the moth gets killed and weevil is red and mad and nude about it and he so cannot believe this has happened does the moth get killed by parasite yeah the moth like attacks parasite and like dist- gets destroyed by it because uh, that's fucking sick. Now. That like yeah, his biggest ugh. monster gets killed by the card he put in Joey's deck. Oh fuck yeah! See, yeah, I was... knew I was onto something by thinking about parasite had to be useful. It was. There yeah, we go. It was. It's Turns a out, really good move. Honestly, it's pretty cool. It's so good. And hey, remember, fair play, fair duel. If you cheat, you lose. Yeah, Joey J- tactics. Yes, Joey tactics. The Venn diagram of Joey and tactics are two separate circles. And in in this in this set of episodes, they almost touch. It's so close. Hey, speaking of um, touching circles, y'all seen buck titties? Oh. Uh. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Weevil, Weevil plays insect soldiers to the sky. It's some I don't know. He plays he a does spell some card. Bullshit. Yeah, he plays a spell card that's like a, like a bug spray thing that destroys an insect card, and then uses that effect to summon Insect Queen, who I hate her. <laughs> She's bad to see. You know, a lot. I love the concept of Insect Queen. Like, I want to sit here and be like, yeah, it's Queen, but t- she has not only does she have titties, she also has a face, like a human face, and I it's so cursed. I don't want to see her face. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Hey, Dan, do you know what's, what's the name of the Dark Souls boss? It's like the spider body and the lady head. I don't know. Oh, God, hold on. I need to find this, because this is Insect Queen done, done right. Quilag. Oh, yeah, Quilag. I've uh, never played Dark Souls, but I've heard the name. Oh, man. 
So, so I'm going to post an image of Quilag. And uh-huh. yeah, look at that. That's so much better than Insect Queen could be. It's like a horrifying flaming lava spider and just like a naked lady on top of its head. Yeah, I mean, it's like just as horny, but it's like they've not given the insect titties. Like the titties are still on a human woman. Exactly. The human woman just happens to be growing out of this terrifying thousand-eyed spider that... Holy damn, this is fucking good. I am all more bothered by the face than the titties. (laughs) Thank you, Argyle, who just typed TT. (laughs) (laughs) T-I-T-Y. So basically, Insect Queen's whole thing is that she gets stronger the more bugs are on the field. Um, which So she's absurdly powerful because all of Joey's monsters are also bugs, thanks to Parasite. So Parasite is still also working in Weeble's favor. Mm-hmm. And she also, like, every time she attacks, or like, every time she kills a monster, I think, she, like, lays an egg. Yeah, just like oh. a gross, stinky, wet egg. Yeah. Uh, Do you not see mm-hmm. that? I no, we definitely got her laying an egg okay, uh, good, just for God. laughs. Haha, I would like to smell them. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be pretty crazy if you could do that. Yeah. Do you um, think she gets embarrassed when she poos out an egg in front of Joey <laughs> just for laughs? Haha. Just for laughs. <laughs> Hogged isn't into it at all. <laughs> Weevil's like, this is a normal thing, and I'm not... I, I don't like to see it. <laughs> oh, I'm coughing now. Um, but also, when Insect Queen attacks, she has to, like, tribute a monster, and she just, like, eats it. It's gnarly. Yeah, that's fucking dope. I think it's, that part's I, dope. I love yeah. everything about Insect Queen except for what she looks like. We've got, like, full, like, Black Widow Praying Mantis vibes, and, like, yeah. I want to love her, but I just... I. I look at that face and I can't. A face only a queen bee could love. So, I I think this is when... This is when Shizuka gives her speech of the episode. Yes. um, To the the little Ash Ketchum boy. I I didn't actually wrote down what she said, but I've just wrote down, I love her. Um, Yeah, it's motivational. It's basically the TLDR is her talking about how, you know, you have to, like, face your challenges. Like, you know, I was having a hard time too in the hospital, but then Genoshi showed up and basically gave me the courage to go do the eye surgery and now I'm okay now because like, you know, he believed in me and I believed in myself and stop being a shithead and go to school. Go to fucking school. <laughs> don't do drugs and go to school. Get out of hospital. Um, <laughs> Stay in drugs, don't do school. Yeah, this is like the turning point of the episode and it's kind of when little Ash Ketchum boy like starts to like believe in Joey. Um, he calls him Oni-chan. It's so good. Aww. Only time. He's like saying, "Like, hey, go, bro. You can do it. Go, go, um, bro." Um, whenever we switch back to the jewel, we have Joey doing like the same thing that Weevil did, and like forgets to switch his monster to defense positions. Oh, it's great. It's like um, it's such a dumb bluff, but like Joey can pull it off because he's known to be a dumbass. Exactly. Like, there is absolutely no way to know if he's acting in good faith or not, because yeah. he is he is a smooth brain. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think there's something, like, um, Grandpa, like, shouts, like, Joey, no, you forgot to switch to defense position! Um, and Hacker's <laughs> like, yeah, dead, kiddo. But no, actually, he meant to. It's, it's He meant to do it. Tactics? Um, tactics? Gen- again, I, I still cannot believe it. Like, um... Jonuichi Tactics Katsuya is on the field and ready to destroy. Final Joey Tactics Advance. Thank you. Um, so yeah, we- Weevil has this card called Cockroach Knight that always returns to the top of the deck when it gets turned to the graveyard. So basically he used it to like attack every single turn with it for free because, you know, mm-hmm. Insect Queen has to tribute a monster when she attacks. So <clears throat> Jonuichi flips a thing called Magic Arm Shield, which basically like pulls one of Weevil's monsters. Um... And has the queen attack that instead. So Weevil loses life points. He's mad about it. Um, then he puts his monsters in defense for real. Um, let's see. Yeah. Queen kills Panther Warrior. Kenta's like, I have to believe. Blah, blah, blah. I think, like, Weevil has a line where he's like, okay, well, you may have, like, done away with some of my life points. But, like, I I, I happen to know that your deck only has warrior and beast cards. And, like, I feel like that might foreshadow something. I don't know. Um, yeah. So we get to see another warrior card. Um, Gear Freed the Iron Knight. 
Um, oh yeah, so and then before then we have like it goes through like the classic Yu-Gi-Oh moment where like oh Joey's utterly defeated, oh, yeah. and then like everyone starts like shouting at him that they believe in him. Like you know, even yeah. Ash Ketchum is like I believe in you, bro. And it's like I was just thinking, I was like, this happens like every single episode. Like yeah. literally yeah. every episode of Yu-Gi-Oh this happens. And every single time, I'm like, yes, I like to see this. Yes, Honestly, though, this it's, is it's, good it's, to it's me. Pav- it's Pavlovian. Every single episode, they keep on finding the orb of self-doubt, but then they drop it, and everyone believes in them. And then every episode, they're like, hey, what's this? It's it's without fail. It's the cyclical... It's and, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Cycle. I mean, not even... Ever, like, pretty much, like, every, like, shonen anime, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> oh, wow, I love this. It's Again? Like the- yes. It's the easiest, cheapest endorphin rush, and I love to see it, and it makes me very happy. Like, me opening Yu-Gi-Oh! Slapping beans, like, come on, friendship! <laughs> Slaps Yu-Gi-Oh! This baby can fit so much shonen in it. <laughs> um, yeah, and so, you know, because his friends believe in him, like, the heart of the cards come through, and Garfield the Iron Knight is here. Yeah. It, what, is, it, is it still called Gearfried in um, English, Dan? Yeah, they do. It's still okay, Gearfried. Cool. Yeah, and, and it's like spelled gear fried. It's it's a it's weird. It's fine. It's a cool name, I guess. It's because Joey's really... gears are fried. Because <laughs> ooh, he does look cool kind of like a transformer. Card. Yeah, a little bit. He 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 looks slightly robotic. Um, he's just like a tall, imposing warrior, like completely encased in like black iron armor. He looks like a Dark Souls. I like it. Yeah, it didn't actually say what type of monster this is. It just says like it's iron, and iron can't get attacked yeah. by the parasite. Parasite. But I actually thought that it was going to be a machine monster, and Me I too. was like, oh, that's kind of neat because like Joey learned a lot from his bandit Keith jewel, but it didn't actually. It didn't say. Yeah, Gearfried the Iron Knight. I'm looking it up right now. Hmm. Um... Oh yeah, I forgot that Yu-Gi-Oh cards were real, and we can Google them. Yeah, it turns out there's there's an actual game behind this. They they um, made a game based on this show? What? Mm, the Japanese name of it is Tetsunokishi Gia Furido. Mm. It's a warrior. It's an earth warrior. So oh, okay. not made of metal, but So it turns out that Joey's deck only does contain warrior and beast cards. Well, but it, yeah, it's a special warrior. So yeah, basically Gearfried's thing is that it's made of iron, so it can't be specifically targeted by Parasite Parasite. Um Jinochi uses Gearfried to attack the queen's egg because he can't like attack the queen right now. And Weevil's like, ah, beans, because the eggs only have a hundred like attack points. So he takes like Mondo cool damage from it. Mm-hmm. Um, can what does Parasite Parasite do again? It just it just turns your monsters into bugs. So it turns them into bugs. Does it like stop them from a like? No, that was the um. The the bug shield Weevil played earlier was what prevented Jinoji from attacking because they were all bugs. Okay, so like, like bugs can attack through it, but Gearfried didn't get turned into a bug, so he can attack. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was being dumb and I was just like, why does it? I was actually I got confused because I was like, okay, why does it matter that it can't be attacked by Parasite? Parasite, but okay, right. yes, okay. The the thing. See, from, the- I forgot. There's so much strategy in these episodes. It's like way more than most people are used to. There's a lot going on. Um, y'all heard a lot of ants. Do you want mm. ants? Because that's how you get ants. There's a Yu-Gi-Oh card called Multiplication of Ants. Turn one ant into ten with this beautiful product. That's how you get ants. Call now. You get twice as many ants. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, like, because the insect insect queen gets more attack points for every like insect on the field. Like, no, there's a fuck ton of ants, and she's got a fuck ton of attack points. Big beefy queen. God, I love the end of this jewel. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Like, she's, you know, she's gonna, like, Joey's got, like, nothing on the field here or some shit. And she just just goes to attack Joey. He just, he just, I love how he just stares the attack down. Yes. It's like this giant, terrifying titty bug lady (laughs) about to kill you. And he holds his cool. He holds his cool. He holds his cool. He keeps his ground. He holds his cool. Yeah. And Um, he's just like, Haga? You lose. And you, oh, like, I love it. And it's just Put like it in my veins. Ugh, just <laughs> slap. Yeah, and and uh, it's just I just it's good. I love to see it because like for like there is nothing that gives us any indication that Joey's not going to fucking die at this point, and he's just like so cool and confident. I'm like, oh, Joey's good. He's good. 
It's like, oh, I just, I love the trope of the enemy doing their big final attack and then the protagonist is like, bye bitch. This is like, like oh. you know, aside from being like a really tactically solid duel, these episodes, it's just like they've just slapped on all of the like shonen trope things like friendships, bitch, done. Uh, yeah. Cool protagonists, bitch, done. Like, and I'm like, I've seen this all a thousand times before and I love it. We're reaching maximum shonen capacity. We have to go deeper. <laughs> we have to go deeper. Um, um, so yeah, Joey does graveyard steal thing. Uh, grave robber, I think. Grave robber. Yeah, grave robber. <laughs> grave yabo. Grave yabo. Um, and he <laughs> I mean from steals. Top uh, what? They 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 call themselves yabos a lot. In top oh, Gear. I've never actually watched Top Gear. Well, don't because like they're problematic. Now. Yeah, like I, that's why I've never watched Top Gear. Um, yeah, so he's this card he steals from Weevil's graveyard is the bug spray card. I can't remember what it's called, but like it, it's a never card say the that name. kills. It's a card that this card kills bugs. Um, it's cards that kill the bugs instantly. Yeah, uh, and he does like he plays it while saying I really don't like bugs, which I mean okay, ah. kind of makes him invalid, but also I'll give I'll give him a pass. I'll give him a pass. It was a badass line. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Insect Queen is destroyed immediately, uh, which means that Gear Freed the Iron Knight is free to just kill Weevil. Um, zero attack points. Like, he yeah. wins. Maybe. He gets a two he gets two rare cards, two puzzle cards, and like they're ready to kick this kid's ass so hard. Yeah, Weevil like at like Weevil's such a fucking sore loser, like at this, he just like kind of kneels down to the floor and is just drooling like ah, I lost. And his head is like animated in a really weird way where it's like basically in flash like going back and forth at like yeah. a higher frame rate than the show is drawn at. It's like really jarring to see. Yeah. Did you notice that? Nope. <laughs> okay. I just I realized I was just like, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't notice. I promise it happened. <laughs> we'll we'll may find out later. Um but Joey just goes over to him and is like, I wanna say something to you, Weevil. You're weak and Weevil ah! just collapses. <laughs> Forced to retire. Forced to retire. And oh my god. The best part is, like, you know, spoilers for, like, season four or whatever. This is not nearly the hardest. Weevil gets absolutely shredded. Oh, good. Yeah. Like, I Weevil, cannot wait for that moment. Weevil just exists, like, to be humiliated. <laughs> He's a human punching bag. I, like, I don't even know, like... I can't, I can't remember what happens in season four. I have a suspicion <gasps> in my head that, like... They might have, like, tried to do a Weevil redemption arc and then just given up halfway, halfway through, like, nah. Nah. But I can't actually remember what happens. C- cannot be done. We, yeah. we cut to hospital, actually, um, yeah. where Ash Ketchum is there, like, losing his shit. Like, he fucking loves it. He's inspired to get his x-rays. <laughs> yeah. He's inspired to train Pokemon. Like, he wants Joey to be his big brother. Um, this is the Ash Ketchum origin story that uh, we all never got. Yeah, all anime takes place in the same universe. Did you know? That's what Smash Bros. told me. Um, um, and then the last yeah. shot of the episode is we end on like Yugi, and uh, Yugi like hears about Joey and is like, "Yay, good for my friend!" And then there's a close up of um, Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. Oh God, I'm so excited for next week. <laughs> yeah, I am so excited to see my like fourth dad next week uh the the holy spirit was slifer uh Ra is the son the son obelisk oh, is the father because yeah. daddy yeah. yeah yeah yes yeah there we go confirmed um do we shall we go beyond you're going to love this trust me beyond to Beyond Toon World. Uh, Toon? World. Dan? Yeah, Beyond Toon World. So. Dan? Uh, Dan? Yeah. Dan? Hello, can you hear Dan? me? Dan? Hello? Dan? Hello? Oh, Dan? Hello? I'm talking. My voice is coming Dan? up. Hello? Toon World? Did we lose Dan? Did Dan get put into Toon World? Hello? Is, is Dan on... Um... Oh, fuck.
Okay. okay. Maybe it was a connection um, thing then. That is... Um, we, um, we don't have any questions. We don't have any questions. Um, so the only thing we, we really... <laughs> we didn't ask for him. Um, hmm? Yeah, oh, we, we, we didn't ask we for them. We forgot to. Oh, well. Oh, well. Say lovey. Um... Oh, I thought we were gonna do Ash Ketchum. Yeah, Veronica Taylor. Um, all I can say about her is that she went to Catholic University, and I've been there a bunch of times because that's where I graduated high school, and that's where all my siblings graduated high school. It's like in D.C. There's like a really pretty church there, hmm. the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception. My little brother claims that she went to my high school, and I don't believe him because I can't find any information on that. But I also can't find where she went to high school, so it's impossible no to, to it. say whether it's true or not. Exactly. Um, you. I mean, Veronica Taylor, Ash Ketchum. You know her. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I don't. I don't. I've. I don't. I've watched like one episode of the Pokemon anime. I have to confess. Um, you should if you want. If you do want to watch it, watch like Sun and Moon because that's like basically almost its own continuity and it's apparently like fantastic. It's like really, really well animated and like there's actually like emotional depth to it. It's good. I know. Like there is like a pokemon series on netflix and it might be that one yeah yeah it is they just added sun and moon they have like the first series and they have x and y so they have a lot of it uh, uh-huh. um, um yeah oh i really want to watch um, okay i'm just looking at the uh the title uh, uh thing for sun and moon and there's just like a hot shirtless pokemon doctor oh it's professor kukui who's a daddy i and like this is some dream daddy shit Honestly, though, and he's married too, so it's like that, like that added like temptation of taken. Exactly. You know, um, he's tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah. Also, Sun and Moon has like maybe my new favorite Pokemon in it, which is like a um. Do you know what a Warfroach is? Froaches? What? A, a Warfroach. Okay. Okay. Oh my God, Max, did you hear um Brian David Gilbert's Poke Rap? I. <sighs> I've been thinking about that. It all was day. like. It was so good. He's, like, maybe the most talented person alive. Yeah. Like, whenever, like, what, I feel like, you know, whenever, like, Griffin was part of Polygon, like, Griffin was Polygon's boy, was, like, the internet's perfect boy. Mm-hmm. And then they hired Brian David Gilbert. And, like, Griffin who? The bar is too high. Like, the only other person who can match him in, like, raw musical talent is Demi Dejuibe. From um, you know, punch up the jam, and he did all the vines. And oh stuff. yeah, yeah. I I don't listen to punch up the jam. If I if should. Demi and Brian, it's good. You would like it a lot. If Demi and Brian David Gilbert like were in the same room together, the world would get destroyed by like the two most powerful beings on earth being together. Yeah, just like musical theater kids in gaming. I'm like, fuck. It, it's the it's the power of a musical theater kid with like the ability to control it. Which is something most musical theater kids I found The lack. control of a gamer. The, the control of a gamer. And the power of musical theater. The ultimate being Brian David Gilbert. The, he is um, he's the ultimate life form, Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> he's armored Mewtwo. I thought uh, Cars was the ultimate life form. Brian David Gilbert would kick Cars' ass so hard, are you kidding me? God, yeah. He would do an interpretive dance at Cars, and Cars would just leave. Cars would stop thinking voluntarily. Cars would leave the planet just in tribute, you know? Um, yeah. Okay, if it's going to be out for a bit, we may as well just... Um, yeah, that uh, we'll have to do it. Uh, I might keep episode. that in just because that's just like a fun thing. What? Uh, just a like nice, fun us conversation. stunning Brian David Gilbert for five minutes? Yeah, um, Brian David Gilbert, go on Pot of Greed. Yeah, like that's our shout out for this episode is <laughs> BDG and his perfect poke rap. Uh, you can find me at Sarah McCostumes on the internet. Um, Max, who are you? I'm Max, Maxi Bajillion on Twitter and Tumblr. Yeah. And Instagram. And, oh yeah, Instagram's a thing. And you can find us all at podofgreed.tumblr.com. Send us in questions. We will probably forget to ask them for the episodes. So, I don't know, just randomly send us stuff. Uh, you can find us yeah. on Pod of Greed Cast on Twitter. And you should join our Discord. Join our Discord. Uh, if you want to guess on an episode, let us know. And also, before we forget it's to mention a it, very special day today. Oh, Today is National Pissing on S- Margaret Thatcher's Grave Day. It's, you know, 
her grave is a gender neutral bathroom and we yeah uh, yeah yeah let, let, let us yeah. let us all celebrate together um yes. margaret thatcher retire bitch um rest in piss rest in my piss good rest in, night rest and in goodbye julius norman reedus retire bitch uh cha-cha. wait norman reedus didn't do anything why does he retire oh no it's just because uh last last episode uh we decided oh to yeah retire i guess reedus. i guess we've killed it i guess we killed it we'll have to find something new for scooter to do next week yeah yeah um bye join join us yeah bye moi